Hello, my name's Mark Geary, and I am the arbiter of all that is funny and humorous. You're listening to You Think That's Funny, a podcast about what you think is funny. On this week's show, we have Jamie Black. Jamie is a performer, actor, and comedian, and is also the star of his own solo show, It's My Penis, and I'll Cry If I Want To. Did I mess? Did I mangle? Okay, it's thirty seconds no, into right. thirty seconds into the show, and I've got, I've got to mess it up already. Okay, so let's, we just keep going. We don't do edits in this. Disclosure: I first met Jamie over twenty years ago at an open mic I used to run, and we've been Facebook friends slash occasional bumping into each other's ever since. Hello, Jamie. Hello, Mark. Thanks for having me on here. Thanks for being had. It's always a pleasure to welcome the interesting uh, people into into my realm. My re- that sounds you finally got to the black people, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, actually, I'm I'm from Europe, so we talk about class. So you have to be working class, otherwise, this interview is over. Can, can you uh, prove you, Can you prove you're working class? I am working class. Okay. My- you look at my hands. Okay. Don't, don't those look like I've been working with my hands? Okay. Okay. You, the hands have it. We, we'll let you into our working class club. Okay. Okay. Great. So great. The, it's great. So this the, is PG thirteen too, right? Or is it R rated? Can it be R rated? If I say R rated stuff? Yeah, it's fine. It's okay. Fine. I just want to make sure. Yeah, you are working class. You're prone to say R rated stuff. You are prone, so we're good yeah. with that. All right, so um, yeah, that's it. The, the interview can continue. We have both passed our class credentials. It's just working-class people talking working-class things. Excellent. Right, good to be part of the working class. <laughs> yeah. My no, t- okay, that was terrible. No I'm accents, sorry. please. <laughs> <laughs> I do the accents on this show. All right, let's get into what you, Jamie Black, find funny. So the first one, I'm so you know, I was surprised when I got this that it hadn't come up yet. The Golden really? Girls, yeah, yeah, I was really surprised. I was like, hey, it should it should have come up? But so so explain it. They're hilarious. I don't know. I'm telling you, I have seen every episode at least seven times, and. Every time I laugh as if I've never heard the joke before. I know what the joke is. I can I can say it verbatim and it still makes me laugh because the shit is funny. My God. And I mean, are you like a sitcom? Like, can you pretty much handle any because I hate like laugh track sitcoms. And oh, I thought you could say you hated the Golden Girls, and I was going to no. be like disconnect. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you like sort of la- do you like conventional laugh track sitcoms? And this is just the the Rolls Royce, so to speak. Well, I mean, that's what I grew up listening to, yeah. um, but I don't mind the way they do sitcoms today without the laugh tracks. I, I think it, I think it, it, it makes the writing have to be much better. Okay, because the writing. Except yeah. for the Golden Girls. The writing in the Golden Girls is good. It's still good. <laughs> well, I, so I did a bit of uh, Golden Girl research here, right? Because um, I actually, I hate laugh track sit- sitcoms. And I remember like quite liking it when it came out. It was on, in England, it was on Friday nights. It was on Channel 4. And it was in this like block of stuff. And at the time... I was becoming like a little a little hipster young punk, you know what I mean? And I was shedding 
the conventional. Like, man, these sitcoms these days are just too boring. Man, I only like the young ones and stuff with swearing in it, right? And but I could right. like, I did like the Golden Girls, and there was another one called Nurses. Do you remember that one? That was at the same I time. I sure do. And like, yeah, uh, Park uh, Overall. Yeah, and I against all odds, I like that one. Did you like that one? Just out of curiosity. I did. I mean, I watched it, but I think I watched it because it came on after the Golden Girls. Oh, okay. So, they got, or a, a, after Empty Nest, I think. Okay. Because it was yeah. Golden Girls, I think Empty Nest, and then maybe Nurses. So when was it on in America? Like when did it like premiere? Uh, late '80s. No, no. I mean, like what day was it? Like the Tuesday oh. night? Oh, oh, I'm CBS sorry. CBS funnies, or you know, it was like the late '80s, Mark. <laughs> or but. <laughs> what do you mean when did it premiere you know nothing about the golden girls i do now uh, n- <laughs> <laughs> um it, it was saturday night saturday nights wow yeah. so yeah. that's like pretty you know for me saturday night was about being a young punk and then it's like boom here's the golden girls i mean we had them on friday night so yeah but for those of us without social lives <laughs> golden girls was it Okay, so here, and what I, scares me is they are just a few years older than how old I am right now when they started. It, there's that famous stat, right, of that Estelle Getty was one year older than B. Arthur, and they were okay. Yeah, yeah, so, okay. yeah, yeah. Were you talking about they were in one year older in real life or in the thing? Because they were meant to be retired, but. None of them. So were yeah, but they were only in their fifties. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, they were playing like on the 10, show. 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on the show, they're in their fifties, and I'm saying that now I am just a few years younger than they were when the show started. Oh, Not okay. the actual actresses, but the yeah, oh, okay. But the the ladies, the you know Rose and Blanche and yeah, Dorothy yeah. and Sophia. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just I... thought I'd name drop. You know. <laughs> you know. The- okay we get it you're a super fan Uh, so i did a bit of research on it because i was like you know it is kind of interesting that this show still has a you know like i i I was thinking it was like you know betty white the betty you know there's this like weird betty white worship right it's like weird betty white worship weird bill murray worship like who you know we can pick someone so betty's earned it yeah, I mean, been around, that woman's almost a hundred years old and still working. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's <laughs> the that's the American uh, welfare system for you. <laughs> she can't afford to, can't social afford security. To stop. Sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did a bit of research because I was like, okay, what is it with the Golden Girls? And like, everyone's got a different opinion on why it has longevity. The San Francisco Chronicle called it uh, explicitly and implicitly gay-friendly because it focused on adversity and, and tense family relationships. So San Francisco Chronicle said this is it's the gay community keeping this alive. But then uh, a website, Book and Film Globe, kind of went the opposite way. They said, no, it's comforting and it is familiarity with family life that everyone bonds with it. The BBC, which, of course, is the proper place for news, yes. um, said that the, the resonance of it comes from its its constant um, theme of alienation and how to deal with that and all that. It's all very deep for, like, a show, mm. don't you feel? You know, everyone's uh, yeah. got a theory. So what's your theory? 
my theory is that um, Susan Harris and Paul Jungerwit are some of the best writers and producers in at that time in the 80s and they just created really great shows with really great writing that still stands up today so you, i got serious i think i feel like i got really serious there <laughs> no no it, it's like so you it is just quality it's funny it's quality never <laughs> yeah, mind yeah. the theme just quality wins right okay it really is it, i mean rose and her her scandinavian words will always be funny gurkhaner knocking here is a prime example gurkhaner knocking this is a word that rose used uh towards blanche and blanche was like what does that mean and she says well if you must know it's the precise moment when dog do turns white <laughs> that's some uh, that's some minutia that you've that dog do right right that dog do joke will carry me into my 90s i will laugh at that joke in my 90s <laughs> it just cracks me up Huh. Okay. Well, we've we've got we've got the sweet spot for you there. We've, yeah. We've, yeah. We're, I'm we're sorry. Was that girls. too much? Was I too much? No. 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 It's fine. That's fine. Okay. I so, love the Golden Girls. I just love them. Okay. So th- here's the next one, and like, um, there's definitely a theme to what you like here, and this is the first time we hit that theme. Um, when a trick is a trick that's funny is played on someone <laughs> that they absolutely don't think it's funny. <laughs> Like that's a little bit, a uh, little bit of Schadenfreude there, is it not? Kind of, kind of, but that is what. <laughs> and it may not even be that funny, yeah. but if they don't find it funny at all, it is hilarious to me. Okay, so if they do find it funny, you're like, eh, couldn't have been that good, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I I just want them to laugh a little bit to at least be like, ha, 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 ha. you know, okay. something like that. But when it's that dead silence, <laughs> through like through gritted teeth, they're laughing like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah. Uh, do you actually? Uh, so here's here's confession time. Do you do those? I mean, do you are you looking oh, to pull those all the time? Absolutely, what, absolutely. What and you, I'm gonna tell you about one. Yeah, I was gonna say, give me the best one. The best one is uh, I was doing a show with my sketch comedy group, Soul Fools. This has been at least what? Probably. What is this? 2021 It was like 2013, like or 2003, 203, 2003. I can't talk. Uh, Yeah. So about 18 years ago, something like that. Okay, so I was doing a show with my sketch comedy group and me and one of the other uh, actors wanted to play a joke on the rest of the cast and the director who was actually up in the booth doing our lights and everything. And so we, we approached them and said, hey, let's do this joke about what we were going to do is walk out on stage and pretend like we had no idea what what to say, because we knew that the director would freak out. Yeah. Which he did, which made it even better. <laughs> so we approached and they were like, no, let's not do that. And we were like, OK. <laughs> and then I was like, hey, Kim, I said, we can do it anyway, because we're the two first two people out on stage. <laughs> so we did it. Yeah. <laughs> the whole cast did not think it was funny at all. <laughs> it was a good atmosphere. They were so pissed. <laughs> So it was a good atmosphere that <laughs> night after the show then. Because you directors who are annoyed are always a lot of fun, right? An annoyed director is the, the, 
the best director. He told us he was freaking out. He was like, what? He, he was sitting up there going, what are they doing? What are they doing? Why aren't they talking? <laughs> <laughs> so that, that made it better. So he was just freaked out, but the rest of the cast was pissed at us for doing it. And it just, yeah, it was hilarious to me. <laughs> I mean, it's not that funny, but. It's hilarious. How did now. they? How did the audience react? Was it like polite <laughs> claps or? They were just no. They were just kind of sitting there, you know. And then because we because we broke the fact that it was a joke out on stage, so we walked out there and we were just kind of looking around at each other and and everything. And and then after a while, we go, no, just kidding. And so we went backstage and started the show for real. Oh my god! To to glares, no doubt. Like, <laughs> do, do you still get any? Do you still get any? Uh, any flowers or bouquets from the people in that uh, in that production? No, no, <laughs> they don't bring me flowers anymore. All right, so you, so you walk the walk as well, and it's not just seeing it; like you, you're out there making the magic happen. I try, I try. Those instances are so rare, yeah. but yeah, I try. Okay. Cool. So I like I like someone who, who's gonna go for the thing they do right. So then second Schadenfreude. So cat videos have obviously come up. These these are we're all familiar with these now. But you're you have a specific one where the cat gets scared. Now how do you even know what a scaredy cat looks like? <laughs> oh, it's the haven't you seen it though? The one where they put the cucumber by oh, behind yeah, the yeah. cat cucumber and cat. the cat. <laughs> <laughs> they just they do they keep doing a bunch of these videos and yeah. by the time i get to the end i can't breathe yeah so it's just the one where the cat's like it's not so much like the cat is doing something stupid the cat's got to be doing that weird the, the sideways vertical kind of boing thing the jump or the, the the scrambling trying to get their paws going to get away from the cucumber i don't know why they're afraid of cucumbers i haven't tried it with my cat yet but it's coming i mean <laughs> My sister tried it, and she said it just didn't like her cat. Never reacts to anything. <laughs> They've tried everything, putting treats <laughs> on a keyboard, uh, and she's like, "This cat does not want to become internet famous." So, mm-hmm. has your cat done anything internet famous yet? No, I don't <laughs> think so. I mean, she plays hide and go seek, which I think is yeah. kind of cute. Yeah, you know, she'll she'll go and hide, and then I'll come up close, and she'll jump out with her paws. Yeah, I think it's cute. Okay, I got I got two cats, and the ones that always make me laugh is that I love when a cat just smacks something in the head because it can, like, like, and they do it to each other. One, my one cat came skulking up the steps, and the other one was looking, and he sort of gets gets to the top of the stairs, looks around, and the other one just like smack right in the chops, like have some of that, you bastard. And I just laughed for about three minutes on that one. I love it. Yeah. And then we had a squirrel that kept coming along the fence. And the one cat tried to get him. And then the other cat was sitting on the fence. And this squirrel's like, screw it, I'm coming by. Walks all the way up to my cat. My One cat would have just ripped its head off, but it was the other cat, the squirrel. <laughs> Lucky. And and this my cat's just looking at the squirrel, like, in this weird standoff. And then he just reaches up a paw and smacks the squirrel in the head. Like, my fence, go. Anyway, this isn't about my cat. This isn't oh, about my cat. <laughs> I like that. I like that. So your cat is more Three Stooges. 
Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, I've seen the odd pounce, but yeah. So it's got to be a cat. Getting to the point, though, cat scared is your specific, right? It's got to yes. be the scariness. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. what, what are the cats? I mean, I've seen the cucumber one. Um, I like the one. Have you seen the one with the money box where the cat's paw <laughs> comes out and grabs the money? And no. The, oh, as soon as we hang up, dude, do cat money box cat uh, money box i'm writing this down because i'll forget that's the that best time. cat one ever that one that okay, one I'm you're gonna, gonna love that. it you're gonna love it you, you probably have seen um anyway. i i may have i don't know have you seen the one the cat where the 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 cat and this this girl they're pretend boxing and the cat gets pissed off and jumps up and she like goes oh and she runs over to the couch and the cat jumps up on the back of the couch and starts going whap 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 <laughs> no, i've seen that uh, I, i've seen a lot of them but that one not oh my god that one's hilarious too Okay. That one's hilarious. Well, we're gonna oh, my some, God. We're going to have some good links on this week's episode, which is going to be 87 links. Oh, we get to link all of these? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. These are going to be good. Oh, I, people I are going to enjoy Oh, it. I forgot that at the top of the show. If you're listening to the episode and you want to see what we're talking about, you go to youthinkthatsfunnypodcast.com, and then the links are all there for all the stuff that gets mentioned. Cool. All right. I always cool. forget stuff. All right. So let's get to number three then. Okay. Uh, Bugs Bunny. Explain Bugs Bunny. I know he's he's kind of a slam dunk, right? He's kind of like the superstar. I feel like if you said if you ranked all the cartoon characters, he's gonna win, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Cause he, I like Bugs Bunny because he he's either the cool rabbit that always wins, or sometimes he's he's a screw up. Yeah, I mean, there are a few there are a few cartoons where Bugs Bunny does not get better of his. Yeah, his his enemy at that moment. Yeah, because, uh, again, I did a bit of research here. <laughs> and, um, they said that the people who created Bugs Bunny said, you know, we the first thing we had to do is we had to have him provoked. Otherwise, he's just a bully. And they were like, as long as he's provoked into doing what he's going to do to Elmer Ford or Daffy Duck or whatever, he's not a bully. And then they said, and we made him lose sometimes as well, just to give him that humanity, if you want to call mm -hmm. it that. And yeah. so, uh, so give me a favorite Bugs Bunny moment, because I think most of us have one in their head, right? Uh, mine is always, will always be what's opera doc. Yeah. Just the that's the, that's the one that it's the opera. He and Elmer oh, Fudd do an opera yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and you get, you get a uh, female Bugs Bunny when he yeah. <laughs> as a lady. Um, you get drama, you you know, and uh, yeah, I love that one. That's my favorite one. Is that the one where he gets the, the opera guy who's singing to hold the high note and he holds his hand like that and then he like leaves the glove floating in air and the guy's like turning red and is that that one? I know which one you're talking about. Not No, not the same one. Not oh, the same okay. one. This this whole thing, it's an opera. It's an actual oh, opera. Oh, that, okay, that, okay. That, yeah, it's. Uh, but I know which one you're talking about. Well, I like that one, and I like the one with the hillbillies where he does the square dance. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One. Yeah, yeah. The, the Hatfields and the McCoys, and he gets them to do all kinds of crazy things 
with yeah. uh, with his improvised square dance. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have to go look up my bugs again. I never looked at bugs in terms of episodes. It was always just a thing to me. So I did some research. Oh. Okay, so let's do a quick game, right? Okay, so can you guess who Bugs Bunny was sort of partially modeled on? Bearing in mind that this is in the 50s. Uh, Frank Sinatra. Sort of. You're in the right ballpark. Uh, Bugs' nonchalant carrot-eating manner was inspired by a scene in It Happened One Night with Clark Gable snacks on carrots while leaning on a fence. <laughs> so that one was nice. kind of surprising. Yeah, you're right ballpark. And then um, here's a fascinating fact. Uh, Mel Blanc, the voice of uh, Bugs Bunny, got in a serious accident that left him in a coma. A doctor who was trying to get uh, him to respond, you know, like when people are in a coma, they sort of try and get him, uh, kept saying to him, Bugs Bunny, how are you doing today? And eventually Blanc came out of his coma responding, what's up, doc, (laughs) to the doctor. Wow. And the doctor said it seemed like Bugs Bunny was trying to save his life. Fascinating. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So let's do this. We're gonna. We're. Uh, we were. I'm on time for once, Christine. I'm on time. Um, okay. So we're gonna talk about the last one, which is really interesting. But again, Jamie Black with the Schadenfreude, with the with the torturing of other people here. Um, April Fool's jokes. So what is it just your day, your favorite day of the year? Like, is it a tradition? Like, give me your <laughs> April Fool jokes thing. Um, I tell you, I, I, it is not my favorite holiday. It's not my favorite day. I am not even close to being the master of April Fool's jokes like my friend Holly is the master of April Fool's joke. She pulled a very elaborate April Fool's joke on me many, many years ago. It involved it involved the radio state the local radio station in the city. <laughs> it involved airports and, and flights coming in. I mean it was a very elaborate joke that went on for several months. And then finally she revealed <laughs> that it was all Several months, and it involves local radio. What the heck? I mean, is there an easy punchline to sum it up? No, no. It, it's <laughs> it's it, it was. I don't know if I can get. Let let me let me try. So it started when she said that she had gotten me a Christmas present, and it was on its way. Hmm. Um, meaning it was coming in the mail, and I said, "Would you get me a mail order bride?" She was like, ha, ha, ha. So then uh, the following year, April Fool's, Hmm. um, she comes to me with a VHS tape, tells me to put it in. I put it in there. And there's a woman, an Asian woman in a teddy. And she's got Chicago playing in the background. Chicago is my favorite group. She's got Chicago playing. And she's telling me how she's going to come to America and be my wife. And I was like, so, but I thought it was a joke, you know, so, so, which I, and I thought it was a great joke at that right there. I thought was good. And so I turned to her, I said, ah, that's very funny. I said, it's a good joke. I said, it's a good one. And I said, who is that girl? She was like, I don't know. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't know? 
And I'm, she's like, um, that's your mail order bride. And I was like, what? What, what do you mean? It's with so I had because I called the the local radio station. I used to win all the time. They used to do these. <laughs> oh, you're these the music one. Contests. You're the one that calls <laughs> into the radio station. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I don't do it anymore. But I, I used to call in. It was a lonely existence back then. <laughs> and I called in and I said, "Oh my God, my friend did this to me. That you know, she got me this mail order bride, and I thought she was kidding, and blah blah blah." And they were like, "Oh my God, will you keep us informed of what happens and everything?" So, oh, I will. Blah blah blah. So the day comes for uh, what they call her. Uh, shit, I forget what her name. I forget what name they gave her for her to come. And so the uh, my friend had a flight number of when she was coming in from the Philippines. So she went to the airport to pick up my mail order bride and she brings her back to the apartment. And she comes out and she walks up to me and she was like, hi. And I'm like, hi. And, and I'm drinking. And she's like, uh, she's like, uh, uh, me be your wife. And I was like, uh, and then she cracks up laughing. My friend Holly cracks up laughing. I was like, what? She was like, this is my friend. Late <laughs> April Fool's. I was like, what? That's an elaborate one. That it was is, elaborate, but it was good. And you were totally fished in at some point, presumably. Yeah, yeah. See, she was smart by doing it on April Fool's because I would think that it was a joke. And then when she claimed it wasn't, I was like, oh, what? Yeah. Oh, wow. It was reverse psychology. Please. That, but she got me. Please tell me you weren't like, you said you were drinking, but you weren't like fully <laughs> Off in the bag or something when this happens, right? Oh, or do no, you no. snap into lucidity immediately? Like, holy kind crap. <laughs> yeah, kind of. That is I mean, I had one. been chugging some beers because I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't know what I was going to do with this woman. Yeah. Huh. Whoa. That's a, that's a deep, that's deep pranking right there. Yeah. So you, I, I did actually do some quick... Quick research. I've, I, like, with your episode, I've been like a historian. I feel like I was like, you know, Indiana Jones hunched over in some library here. But um, they think April Fool's started as April Fish Day, <laughs> April's Fish Day in France, believe it or not, where um, mm. it was a thing because the, the, they changed from the Gregorian calendar or <laughs> something, and it was like they mock people who hadn't changed their calendar, believe it or mm. not. It first grew to prevalence in the 18th century in Britain, and um, in Scotland it became a tradition where they would make people do... Uh, stupid things like did you uh, have, did you ever like you're working class we established that so you've worked at yes. you've worked at jobs where um pranks abound probably right oh yeah and um so the the big one used to be in when i where i worked if someone started if it was like some you know 16 year old kid they would sit they would go go down to the warehouse and ask them for a long wait right Mm -hmm. And you think it's a, a long wait, like a thing. And so you go down and you say, I'm here for a They've sent me to get a long wait. And the guy will go, okay, stand over there. I'll go get it. And then they just disappear. <laughs> and they see how long the, the idiot trainee is going to stand there and keep asking people for a long wait. <laughs> That's a good one. 
Yeah, so that that's was, a good one. That's a very Scottish one. That is. Um, oh, okay. I, I read. Well, a book. I could, go on, carry on. I was just gonna say I can tell you probably one that's a deep south one, and that's when we put a stink bomb in the underneath the toilet seat <laughs> at <laughs> yeah. Burger King. Yeah, that's a, the stink bombs are just classic. You can't go wrong, right? So, <laughs> so do you, did you do it to like employees or, and then you just banging on the door, like hurry up. And the person's in there going, Oh my God. <laughs> no, we did it in the, in the regular, uh, public bathroom. And, uh, yeah, some, some lady went in and, and sat there <laughs> and of course the whole thing is stink and it stunk up the, it stunk up the entire restaurant and they had to close. Man, you, close early. you are a workplace menace, Jamie. Whether it be uh, <sighs> manual labor or high art, you're a menace. All right, so let, let's. So I had forgotten about that. <laughs> wow. So, so that was a good memory. So, so having established that your your sense of humor is very much the suffering part of life i guess so what is the gen like give me the genesis like if you like where's this where where is your love of what you find funny coming from do you think that's a good question i think i've always for whatever reason had a good sense of humor or at least a good laugh like my mom used to tell me that she would she would tickle me and then I would laugh so hard that I would stop breathing. She'd have to stop tickling me Bloody so that I could hell. breathe again. <laughs> so I always, you know, my laughter is for real. When I am yeah. cracking up and I can't breathe and I still, it happens. I've actually passed out from laughing too hard. Um, it's, it's for real. I'm, I, I, it comes from a general play, but my sense of humor. I mean, I've been watching comedies uh, since I was, a kid. I've been, I used to watch Laughing. I used to watch the Carol Burnett show, uh, which is where I really wanted to, to be a sketch comedian, um, was from watching Carol Burnett hmm. um, and Laughing, you know, um, all of that. I just, yeah, I think that's probably where it came from. So you've just been steeped in comedy pretty much from the get go, and then it just keeps snowballing, apparently, <laughs> until you pass pretty out. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it's happened. It has oh. happened about three times. Okay, what big question? What are the three times? Well, obviously, one of them was the Golden Girls, inevitably, right? It was not the Golden Girls. One of them was. <laughs> I was at, at, and you see, it's not anything. It's it, you won't be funny to you, other than the fact that the next day I'm on the floor because I passed out. Um, my friend, it was at work. My friend was talking on the phone yeah. and <laughs> we hated there. Was, we had one day a week. We had to be on the phone doing customer service and we hated this. And so my friend's on the phone and she's talking to this person and we're laughing and she can't talk. So she wants me to go away. So I stand up, I walk away, and as I did, I laughed really hard. It made me pass out. I hit the wall, and there was a nice big hole in the wall for a couple of weeks from where my shoulder hit the wall. Whoa. So you, you laugh so much that it, it, it physically affects the environment. You you are the exact opposite to me because I can find something absolutely the funniest thing ever and people will go, 
you didn't find that funny. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you and I are the yin and yang of, of comedy, comedic expression, I guess. Yeah, yeah. The black and white, if you will. <laughs> the- <laughs> uh, which one's which? <laughs> uh, uh, well, a lot of my friends would say I'm the white. So, so, so how obviously you have a like a long. You, you, uh, I don't want to use the word veteran because that's kind of offensive. But you're a veteran of like the comedy industry in in a lot of facets of it. So you take what you what you you take what you absorb and pretty much emit it again, right? I try. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that has always been that's always been the fun, fun thing is 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 making people feel laughter, joy. Wow. I got serious again. <laughs> yeah. Most comedians I ask, they're like, I don't know, I just can't be bothered to deliver pizza anymore. <laughs> but you're doing it for people. I got kicked off of Uber. <laughs> you won't let me drive for him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> So your your influences, I mean, you're just uh, constantly emitting, <laughs> as it were, the everything that you're bringing in. I just yes. put the words into your mouth. Yes, I try I to know. do that. Cool, cool. All right. What well, you just said. So okay, so I need to know. This is this is. This is my self-indulgent part of the show, if the preceding 30 minutes weren't. Um, I sent you a couple of clips, so um, I feel like you might, you probably like one and you were probably uh, scowling at the other. So the first one I sent you was Trigger Happy TV, which was, I don't know, were you familiar with Trigger Happy or not? Because it's British, mm. but I think they brought it over here. Oh, did, don't we bring everything over yeah. here? This is from the... Br- I mean, we can't come up with original material ourselves. We have to steal everything from the Brits. <laughs> but what did you think of Trigger Happy? Because he definitely, Dom Jolly, who's the presenter, really brought like this oddness to it rather than just prank TV. It really did bring like this odd, oddball aspect to it. Yeah, but I liked it. I like that kind of stuff. Okay, so we scored one there. So, so I think oh, yeah, that yeah. I think that was a slam dunk. So the second one now is where we're going to get gritty. The, it was a clip of a Golden Girls <laughs> Adult Swim. It was it was a mashup of Golden Girls and Sex in the City that really didn't pull any, pull any punches. Mm-hmm. Were, were you fuming or were you laughing? No, I was laughing as I was shaking my head. Because I'm like, it's so wrong. It's so wrong. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I was laughing. I mean, you know, any parody of the Golden Girls is. Yeah. Especially when it's in poor taste. Yeah. I mean, I was like, I was envisioning the Golden Girls doing, you know, some of the things that that we're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. Like masturbating. Yeah. (laughs) All right, well, go to the links, people, if you want to see something truly uh, offensive. No, I wasn't. But I offensive. think I would have sex with Blanche. I think I would. <laughs> okay. if, if I don't know if she does black guys. She never did one on the show, so she might not. We might not. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> that's the, that. Really, should be the the full stop on this episode. But we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna talk about. 
what you've got coming up because I do I am Facebook friends with you and we were all jolly excited um I think it was a fairly recent post so you've got something uh, kind of cool coming up yeah I'm going to be on two episodes of work in progress on Showtime which because it's on a paying channel I know nothing about so give us two minute recap um, it is about um, Abby McEnany. Uh, she is a queer woman who is often mistaken for a man. Um, she's OCD and kind of how she navigates life, dating and all that kind of stuff. Holy crap. I know Abby. Like, oh, you just said the name, it was permeating. Uh, yeah, I know Abby. She did Femcom, our, our class thing, and she was like, in, yeah, okay. I yeah, know just Abby about now. everybody knows Abby. Okay, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. She is so, a, yeah, it's her show. She is a towering comedy talent of Chicago. She, yeah, yes, okay, she is. Cool. All right, yeah, excellent. Yeah. Oh, and it's filming in Chicago then. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, double nice. Already, cool. already filmed the episodes. Excellent. All right, so we will look out for that. Uh, a Chicago. A good Chicago comedian, and uh, and you're in it as uh, as well as Abby. So great, awesome. All right, um, you have been an awesome guest with uh, a great laugh and some awesome Thanks. stories. Um, <laughs> thank you. So thank you very much for joining, Jamie. Um, Thanks, Mark, for having me. Let's talk more often than once every fifteen years, maybe. Maybe okay. m move it up to a decade, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that sounds cool. good. <laughs> All right, thanks for, <laughs> thanks very much for joining us, Jamie. This has been You Think That's Funny podcast. Sorry, this has been You Think That's Funny, a podcast. And you should go to youthinkthatsfunnypodcast.com uh, for all the links that we discussed. Uh, that's it. I've forgotten the outro again. Cue the jangly guitar music, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. <laughs>